but Jesus' friends, including the woman who had followed him from, the Gal from Galilee, stood at the distance watching. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph. He was a member of the Jewish High Council, but he had not agreed with the decision and the actions of the other religious leaders. He was from the town of Arimathea in Judea, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then he took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in a long sheet of linen cloth and laid it in a new tomb that had been carved out of rock. This was done late on Friday afternoon, the day of preparation, as the Sabbath was about to begin. As his body was taken away, the woman from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished, the Sabbath, the Sabbath had begun, so they rested as required by law. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance, so they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He has risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this, so they rushed back from the tomb to tell his eleven disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again and wondered what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. The text today, thank you so much to our scripture readers, but if you want to look at the text as we're going through the sermon, it is Luke chapter 23, beginning at verse 44, and then it goes down into chapter 24 through verse 12. Our message today is resurrection life. Why do you seek the living among the dead? And as I'm sharing this word with you, it is okay um, in our tradition, although um, I've got a group of um, shy folk, so you don't necessarily always hear it, but it's okay to say amen. It's okay to say hallelujah. It's okay to say 
Preach it, sister. It's okay to stand up and say, woohoo, I like that word, or whatever. We had a great time Friday night, and um, we were joined with Faith Encounters Community Church for Good Friday service, and the um, the culture in their churches, they're a little more um, expressive when they are enjoying the word that's being preached. And you know what? I think what happens with that is you encourage the people around you, too, so just be okay with being expressed. Right, Don, just say amen. 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 It's okay. All right. Well, we have been journeying here at Vienna Assembly of God through Lent together in community, reading the modern classic 40 Days of Decrease by Dr. Alicia Britt Shelley. We have spent significant time considering the suffering of Jesus and the crushing reality of his death. So today's message is going to be in three parts, death, burial, resurrection. We had a powerful exposition on Good Friday of the seven last words of Jesus, challenging us to learn from his example as he died. Here's some of the tidbits I can remember. Don't let someone else's ignorance keep you chained in unforgiveness. Right here, right now, Jesus is present. He ain't through talking yet. (laughs) It is finished. The barrier is broken and it's time to press in. And God can handle anything we put in his hands. Amen. Amen. Well, our text today shares some shocking events that accompanied Jesus' death. So I just want to look at those for a moment. One. The light from the sun was gone. Now, it doesn't say a cloud came over. It says the light from the sun was gone. We experienced a solar eclipse in North America a couple of summers ago. It was eerie and special to live through it, knowing that it was something we were experiencing with people from coast to coast. Those in the places that had the total eclipse truly experienced darkness falling. The light from the sun was gone. On the day of Jesus' death, a similar phenomenon took place. Darkness at midday. Secondly, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Suddenly. We understand that the temple was the place of God's presence. The priests would enter the sanctuary to offer sacrifices and make atonement for the sins of the people. Entrance through the curtain was limited to only the priest who also had to make atonement for his own sin. But then on the day Jesus died, the curtain suddenly was torn down the middle access to God's presence became open to all who accept Jesus sacrifice. That's a good place for amen. Amen. Thirdly, the Roman officer overseeing Jesus crucifixion became convinced of Jesus innocence. And it says he worshiped God. In Mark's gospel, we read that the officer proclaimed that Jesus was indeed the son of God. 
I wonder what exactly that looked like and sounded like. I don't think he grabbed a guitar and started worshiping, but whatever he did was evident. He was worshiping God, a hardened, high-ranking officer, accustomed to presiding over executions, worshiping God. Astounding. Burial. The fact that Jesus was buried is important. Crucified persons did not usually receive such an honor. But Joseph of Arimathea spent his safety, his reputation, and his resources to offer a resting place for Jesus. He wrapped his bruised, torn, pierced body in fresh linen and aromatic oils and laid him quickly yet gently in a newly cut tomb in order to have him properly properly buried before the Sabbath began. The women followed and saw the tomb where he was laid. Another important facet of Jesus' burial because it sets the stage for what happened next. We do not know everything that was required of Jesus during this period of death. But we do know that he entrusted his spirit into the hands of his father. In death, Jesus was victorious. For he proclaimed, it is finished. Resurrection. Because the women knew where the tomb was, they were able to return very early Sunday morning with spices they had prepared, a continuation of the proper burial that had been cut short because of the Sabbath. The victory of the resurrection was revealed as the morning's events unfolded. Time for that smile you can't wipe off your face. Instead of finding Jesus' lifeless body wrapped in linen, they met two men in dazzling white. Now, remember, this is before any kind of LED or, you know, any kind of the light show stuff that we're used to. The Bible, just trying to find a way to describe it, calls it dazzling white. And these men asked the women, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee? That the son of man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and that he would rise again on the third day. And then the scripture says about the women, and then they remembered. Now, friends, why do we look among the dead for someone who is alive? Why do we think old habits will bring new life? Why can't we remember the things that Jesus has told us? 
that he came to give us life, abundant life. Are you thirsty? Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rivers of living water. Are you hungry? Jesus says, come to me. I am the bread of life. Are you weary? Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. Are you sick? Jesus says, be healed. Are you ashamed? Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. Do you want to live the resurrection life? Then don't look for it among the dead. Remember those things that Jesus has said to you. Are you poor? Jesus says you are blessed for the kingdom of heaven is yours. Are you grieving? Jesus says in due time you will laugh. Are you aching to make a difference? Jesus says you are the light of the world. Resurrection life is unstoppable. It is unbreakable and it is not found among the dead. Are you a little child? Oh, I love all the little children here today. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. (laughs) Are you sick of injustice? Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Do you want to live in resurrection power? Does anybody want to live in resurrection power? Stop digging through tombs. Stop seeking fulfillment in sin that leads to death. Don't search for the living among the dead. Are you afraid? Jesus says, do not fear. It is I. Are you bewildered? Jesus says, have faith in God. Are you tempted? Jesus says, it is written. Are you at the end of your rope? Jesus says, with man, Somebody needs to hear this one. With man, it is impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. All things are possible with God. Amen? Amen. Do you want to experience abundant resurrection life coursing through your veins? Look not to this world. Look not to the celebrities or the politicians or any other power, but to Jesus, our risen Lord. Don't look for the living among the dead. Are you ready for an adventure? Jesus says, follow me and be my disciple. What does that look like? How can I be Jesus' disciple in 2019? Jesus gave his commission 2,000 plus years ago, and he has not rescinded it. We are to make disciples by going into all the world, teaching Jesus' commandments. So what are his commandments? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. How do you say yes to following Jesus? Simply believe in your heart 
that God has raised Jesus from the dead. He is not here. He is risen, just like he said, Christ is risen. And say it out loud, Jesus is God's son. Jesus is Lord. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Once you've tasted and seen the fullness of resurrection life, why would we ever look for the living among the dead again? Jesus is not there. He is risen. Following Jesus, being a disciple, is not something we do as an island. And I want to encourage all of us to come to terms with that. If we are willing to learn from the examples in Scripture, we will see that Jesus' followers lived out their discipleship in community. We are committed here to be a transforming community, a place where we encourage and support and lead each other into a growing relationship with God. We need each other. We help each other to search the scriptures, learn from the word of God, go to the source of resurrection life and stop looking for it among the dead. We grow in faith together as we worship and experience the presence of God in our midst. I encourage you today that resurrection life is meant to be lived in community. So are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Jesus says, follow me. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. We worship you today, our risen Savior and Lord. We want to live the life that you died for. We want to live the life that you died to give us. Will you help us to not look among the dead anymore? To not go to our old haunts? To not take up old grievances? To not revive the dead sins of our past? But instead to live in resurrection life? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In a group like this today, I think there are people that have been following Jesus for years and years and years. And then there are those that maybe your path has gotten stale and you're not in a fresh walk with Jesus. And there may be those that have never made the commitment Yes, I'm going to follow Jesus. No matter where you are on that path, I want to invite you today to make a fresh commitment to resurrection life, to saying yes to following Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
I feel that the place to start is there's somebody in here that really, really needs to refresh that commitment. You know Jesus. You know he's with you. And yet you've been looking in some dead places lately. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand and say, I am I want resurrection life. I want resurrection life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. If you're here today and you've never said yes to following Jesus and you want today to be the day (laughs) that you say yes, would you raise your hand? Say, I want to follow Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you're here and you just say, I, am, I want to make sure that I am walking in resurrection life. I want to refresh my following Jesus to make sure that I am not looking in dead places. I want resurrection life. Would you raise your hand? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for that resurrection life to bubble up in us, to um, remind us of the things that you have said. Help us to remember what you said so that we will walk according to your ways, that we will live the life you died for, that we will move forward in your resurrection power, that we will be the light of the world that you've called us to be. And I thank you for it in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen and amen. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Well, happy Easter. Listen, if you are here today and you don't have family plans, which I know there's lots of families and there's all kinds of stuff going on, but we're just, we just got a y'all come kind of lunch happening at the parsonage and you're welcome. If you don't have plans for lunch, just hang out. But everybody, please, if you would like to get an Easter photo, the um, backdrop is set up right over here and it's available for you. And we'd love to uh, provide that for you. Please um, give and share your smiles with one another. Don't let it get wiped off your face. And let's go forward in resurrection life today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless.